I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance's Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome to day two of the Top 40 Countdown. We're starting it off with episode number 35. This one features comedian Seth Lawrence, and we're talking about all things Mormon. The original episode title being a living saint and all other things Mormon with Seth Lawrence. Uh, This is a cool one. This was very interesting and informative, and this is another one where, you know, I can tell that you guys just really want to learn about this stuff, and I hope you find it informative. Uh, I want to say something I forgot to say, and by forgot I mean didn't think to say when I got the first top 40 through 36 edited, and now I've just thought of it. Whoops. Uh, I will be adding the original episode date in the show notes, so look for that. And what what was the other thing I wanted to say? I don't know. Uh, You know. Whatever. I'm making reels out of these to promote, but, but, you know, and I will have recorded all of these and uploaded them by the time those are made. But again, I am listening to them back at a different rate that I am editing these. So in case I didn't say this before, I just wanted to ask for your patience and understanding that I'm kind of cram loading these so you can have them. So if I drop an ad in a place, I'm doing my best, but my best is fucking limited right now because I'm trying to get so much done at once. Um, If I drop an ad in the middle of and it's not where I go, we're going to cut to a break and at some point I do cut to a break. Just laugh about it. Roast me. Let me know what ads you hear because I'm curious to see what's being advertised on this podcast versus my other one. And that's that. I'm gonna go because I just want you to get to listen to these. So this is day two of the Top 40 Countdown, episode 35. Please enjoy learning all about the Mormon religion. Oh, I don't know if I said this yet. Okay, so there's one thing in here where I bring up a thing called docking. We have a great laugh about the version of it that I was aware of before I did research on the Mormon religion and learned about this. But this came out a few years ago, and since then, my really good friend, Steph Tolev, I'm sure you guys know her if you know me at this point, hilarious comedian, dated a Mormon, and she's got a really great bit about this phenomenon and apparently it's called soaking not docking so you'll find out what that is later in here and uh you know if you want a good laugh about it go um you probably can i don't know how to find it on steph's instagram or tiktok but maybe if you search her name with soaking she riffs about it on stage in a in a clip and it's it is so funny and without further ado, enough from me. Check my calendar for dates, jmscomedy.com slash shows. I got a ton of stuff coming up in 2024 and a few things coming up the rest of this year. And otherwise, I'm in town in L.A. working on my hour, crafting it, rewriting it, sharpening it. What the fuck am I saying? Just come laugh at me and enjoy learning with me in all of these episodes, including this one with Seth Lawrence. Hey, idiots. Welcome to Ignorance is Blessed. Uh, it's me, JMS. I'm here with... Seth Lawrence. Hello. How's everybody doing? Um, I, 
we just wait for an answer. Yeah. Right. Um, Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, yeah. So we're going to get into it. Like, you guys, just so you know, if you sent questions, you already know, we're going to be talking about uh, Mormonism, Mormon things. Yeah. Sure. Um, but a uh, little bit about you, I guess. You're, so you're a comedian yep. in L.A. Yep. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, about two years now. Yeah. Just under. And yeah. you started here? Yes. Um, yeah. Are you from here originally? No. From Utah. Orem, Utah. Yeah. Orem? Orem. Yeah. That's a, wow. Is that like a tiny Mormon town? Not really tiny. Uh, it's an hour south of Salt Lake. So everybody okay. knows where Salt Lake is. It's an hour south. Okay. So if you're familiar with Brigham Young University, it's Provo is the neighboring city to Orem. Oh, it's and that's where the university the is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So BYU is in Provo. BYU. Yeah. I wanted to wait, but let's just. Unfortunately, named Cougar Town. Uh, I don't know if they understand the connotations oh, they don't. of that or Are not. They, is that their mascot? <laughs> a cougar. Yeah. That's not so, that was my high school woman, mascot. M- mascot, and I always <laughs> think of that. That it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Now. It's very odd. I guess maybe that wasn't always a thing. Was that like in the nineties so. that became a term? Yeah. I I hope. But they they changed the like Provo slogan thing to Cougar Town after the '90s. Oh wow, very yeah. innocent, especially like groups that I, as an outsider, view as very kind religious people, ma- sure. making things like that. Yeah, is it's terrible. so funny to yeah, me. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Yeah, just like I mean, I'm sure it's hacky Mormon material, but just like the idea of being like I'm taking a missionary <laughs> position is just like <laughs> is that the position you're taking? Always um, for two years. I mean, did you? Let's get I into did. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. going to be lower, and I was going to make that horrible joke. But <laughs> we can get to it whenever um, you want. But so yeah. where'd you go? I was in Eastern Canada, Eastern so Montreal. Canada. I apologize. I'm like sweating. You're you're good. Thicker. Just stripping Montreal. right in front. Yeah. Do you speak any Canadian? Canadian is Canadian, what I was just going to say. Canadian, Whoa! I, I knew do. what I meant. I speak <laughs> Canadian. I speak a little Mexican. Do you speak uh, French at all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did do. you? before that or did you learn as I you studied some in junior high and high school okay um, did you do that sorry I keep interrupting you no you're I'm fine so excited did you do that yeah. with the intent of going on a mission somewhere that was French speaking uh hoping to sure okay. yeah, yeah yeah I mean a lot of it was it was uh, you know there was a language requirement or a math requirement and you're like I don't and I was like do I don't want to do math yeah <laughs> you know I, I will fair. do what I have to but I'd rather I would rather thing. I will learn five different languages to avoid taking exactly. a trigonometry class exactly. <laughs> ever. So so I learned some French and then really learned it on my mission. OK, wow. Yeah. Um, what is a mission? Let's talk about that. Sure. So mission is for men two years and it's a year and a half for women. The oh. typical like normal mission. Those How are the lengths of time. Do you know it's le- why it's less for women? Is it like we need to get, get you out so you can go get pregnant? Yeah, go like have babies, get married. Yeah, it's also less of a requirement for women. Yeah, I didn't even know there's women went on missions. Yeah, there's a weird sort of Mormon culture thing where it's men are required to go but not required to go. It's, <laughs> it's like a weird social encouraged. issue. Yeah. Where very it's strongly like encouraged and then in the heartland of Utah if you're a like able-bodied young man and you don't go people are like what did you what sin did you commit <gasps> really yeah so like why wouldn't you go do you not really believe in the gospel or is it a thing where like if you are trying to not go you're uncool to other mormons like is it like is a mission something yeah. people get excited about they're like oh, yeah, oh shit. yeah absolutely you're going on your mission man absolutely you can find youtube videos of people opening up their mission calls I mean, in when I went, there was no YouTube. none of that. What but a bummer! It was yeah. just you alone. Yeah, like. it was just me with my family, with my aunt on the phone, and opening a call and reading the letter. And yeah, it's a big deal. It's wow. like wow. Yeah, it's like a coming of age sort of moment. How old are you when you go? Uh, I was nineteen. Okay. They've reduced the age 
by about a year for men. So now 18 year olds can okay, go. So a lot right of this of is because school. of, yeah. Yep. Okay. So I did a year of college and then went, nice. which was atypical. Most people. Really? Most yeah. people go right away. Yeah. Um, what were you studying in college? Uh, I studied English. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did an English. And then when I came back from my mission, I did a French English double major. Uh, because you can, at BYU, there are so many people that go on missions and then come back and they're often foreign language speaking missions. So, so they they've, like yeah, they've sort of instituted a test that you can take to get out of a bunch of credit out. Like you take the test and you get credit for doing all of these classes. Oh, so it's kind of like, okay, you pass this quote yeah. language. Yeah. So because I was, I did that, I was able to also teach other undergraduates like 101 French. Oh, you know, entry level French courses. Oh, that's so cool. I'm just yeah. using Duolingo flying blind. Yeah, no, um, you're good. So, uh, yeah, so it, it's a big part of, of the Mormon culture, these missions. Wow. And now that they've reduced the age for women, more women are going. Dang. Yeah, I think a, a large part of why they reduced the age was to make it more convenient for women because women would serve at like 21. Oh. And so. They were already, already like established a life by then. Yeah. I mean, it's like, most let me do my mission so yeah. that I can do a mission <laughs> yeah. before I'm pregnant. Yeah. And there are some unfortunate sort of situations where women are like, ah, oh, I'm not like dating anybody. So I'll just go on a mission. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't, you know, it d you don't want it to be like you a don't last want to be resort like a, or like a let me like put my life on hold kind of a thing. Yeah. Where so. it's like a consolation. Well, I guess I'm single. I'll just go, like right. you want to be excited right. about the mission. I'll go meet some I younger guess I'll men. just try to. <laughs> meet a man in yeah. west africa <laughs> and convert right. him right and then bring him back <laughs> and then i did my wow. duty are there like i was just talking about this in general not even with yeah. like the mormon religion specifically but christianity just hearing people talk about going on missions and it yeah never really drove into my head till my roommate and i started talking about it but like just the term mission that i went like oh yeah you're like on a mission right Right, you have a goal. What is mind. the goal? Is there like a number? Spread the gospel. It's just spread the gospel. No, there are no numbers. You don't have like a given. quota where it's yeah. like if you don't convert yeah, you're not 80 of these back. French people, you're not coming home. <laughs> where you're just like <laughs> yeah. trying to, okay. No, thank goodness because uh, there's no way we would hit our quota if it were Cause you're just less too high. than oh. yeah, like five. Oh, is it that it's, difficult? It, yeah, I mean, so I was out for two years. And what you do on a mission is, at least when I went, we would go door to door. To in people shorts in and shirts with ties, white shirts with black long ties. sleeve shirts. Oh, long sleeve shirts. That's a fashion choice. Oh, uh, I guess I saw a lot of Mormons in, in Florida. Canada. That's right. unfair of an assumption. Right. So okay. in Florida, of course, they'd yeah, like hope like, for shorts. They're in wife beaters with a clip on tie. And <laughs> yeah, like, hi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the most Florida Mormons you could ever find. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be sweating <laughs> any more than I have to be. <laughs> no, we would. Uh, yeah, we'd go in long sleeve shirts. You know, the typical and then go door to door and talk to people. Uh, with a nice little door pitch of oh 30 man. seconds, you know, pick what do we want to try to hit? With these do you people. have a, did you have like a blanket pitch where you're like, what do I get to keep? Is it just like, if you can get them in 30 seconds, they'll listen to yeah, you? Yeah, it was basically like you become the worst salesman possible. You're like, right? I'm trying to sell God to Yeah, people. and you're like trying to use the spirit to be like, what, what would they want to hear? What could they possibly, you know? So it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a crapshoot most yeah. of the time. Was that hard at first, like just getting oh, doors yeah. like shut in your face? Oh, yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. ever get yelled yeah. at or anything? Uh, no, not yelled at. Well, yeah. uh, well, so I got kicked out of one guy's house. Uh, he, we were You made it all the way in. Made it all the way in. We were teaching him. We were teaching him, my uh, companion like and I. And we'd been teaching him for, I mean, he'd been visiting with other missionaries 
for months. This guy was like kind of invested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're he was like, in we it. got one. He was in it. So we were talking to him. Yeah. And he was going through the New Testament because he'd never read the entire Bible. And he was very philosophical. He was reading the New Testament. It was like, yeah, you know, Jesus was a good guy, but I really don't think, you know, that he was the son of God. And so I said, well, how, you know, he he is, though. And yeah. that's the whole point of the New Testament. You're like, so they wouldn't make a book about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, and so he got upset that I was questioning his understanding of the New Testament and then kicked us out of his house. It's oh. so like, I didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. So were you like, oops, all those months? I mean, I felt a little bit badly. I had only been visiting with him for a couple of weeks, okay, but like, he wasn't like interested in the Book of Mormon. He wasn't interested in coming to church. He was just lonely and wanted to talk about religion. That's with a lot of people. Boys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's a lot of people that we meet. Very lonely people. Really? Yeah. So do you get people that like will let you go on and on, and then like they have no interest in the religion? Oh yeah, or people that are like, hey, you know, we need help moving, or we need help cleaning up. Or <laughs> do you do that? Yeah, is we that would part do that of a lot. it? Yeah, because you know you're out there to try to do service. Yeah. With the ultimate goal of trying to talk to them about the gospel, but, but if you can help them, yeah, you're gonna help them. And I guess it, that's yeah. like the christian thing to do is right. like help your neighbor should be yeah so why wouldn't you yeah exactly God, so we do that, that but then it was like <laughs> yeah yeah but then there was a lot of like don't get caught in this cycle where they're just using you and wasting your time because yeah. you're really out here to try to convert people wow. and you can be nice and help them but yeah but try you need not to move to on yeah just be like yeah, all right like you know, a call center you. just hang up get to the next one get to the next call yeah. it was your companion are you paired with them from for the whole time no no you switch around so i had oh. what 10 or 11 companions oh, over so the two like years a buddy cop. no no i think i think they're afraid like i don't know it's you get too comfortable with some people yeah. right and so it depends if you find like a motivated pair that would be awesome. Yeah. Then you're just out working really hard. But, but if people are too friendly, they'll yeah, kind of like Yeah, it's like, well, let's just go. Yeah. Like, let's go bowling today. Forget yeah. about it. Bowling. Is so. that what Mormons do to get wild? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I enjoy it, but I don't think every Mormon enjoys it. Are there Mormons who go on missions and then just go like completely off the deep end? Absolutely. Like party. And like, like while they're on their mission? Yeah. Like they just lose track of the Mormon uh, faith. I don't know. That didn't really happen in my mission. There was, I guess there was one rumor of, and I, I mean, not a rumor. It actually happened, but I don't know how bad or how wild of a party it could have possibly been. Oh, because it was like an all-Mormon party? Yeah, it's like a like couple missionaries. I heard missionaries. they had caffeine there. Yeah, I mean, like the worst, no, caffeine is like not even a problem, It's right? not? No, lots of Mormons love Diet Coke. Okay. Yeah. Did Diet Coke Mountain invest Dew. in the Mormon religion? What's I happening? When did the caffeine thing switch? I don't know. Well, the caffeine thing was never, I don't think, It's just a thing I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a common misconception oh. because a lot of people associate coffee and caffeine together. Are you not supposed to have coffee? So you're not supposed to I'm have coffee. I'm hiding my coffee yeah, as right. if it's like it's gonna get the me. devil. It's a peanut, <laughs> it's a peanut allergy. Uh, I read yeah, online. Yeah, coffee and tea is, yeah. right. Okay. hot drinks. Right. right. Why? Yep. Do you know why that is? Or is it just? So there was a revelation received by Joseph Smith, who was oh, the, the big prophet guy. of the restoration. So we still believe in like Jesus being the man. Right. He's but our then we savior. got this other guy. We'll get to it. I got but, questions. But uh, beautiful. Smith. So Joseph Smith was the guy who was responsible for restoring the church. Yeah. And he received revelations that he compiled into a book called the Doctrine and Covenants. He oh. received like, n you know, 90 percent of those revela That's revelations. That's different than the Book of Mormon. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, and one of the revelations has been called now the Word of Wisdom. I was going to. And so that okay. is where the hot drinks thing comes from. And it's, but is there, do you know and then why hot drinks? Uh, no, 
No, no, it's just in there. Yeah, it's just in there. It's a code of health, right? So similar to like the uh, kosher laws of Judaism. Yeah. It's similar to that. No hot drinks, no alcohol, no tobacco. Yeah, no drugs unless no drugs. prescribed, right? Yeah. yeah. And then is like the classic Christian don't have sex before marriage, is that in the word of wisdom or is that Not just like Not in the word of thing? wisdom. That's just a law of chastity. Yeah, law of chastity. Right. How uh, s- strictly do you stick to the word of wisdom? Uh, strictly. Yeah? Have yeah. you ever... Yeah. I've had coffee Ventured once out. on accident. <gasps> oh my! Right? Yeah. What did you we call spit that a it out? Like, How dare you? <laughs> no, I was like, this is delicious. Uh, I was looking for hot uh, for uh, hot chocolate. So you can have hot chocolate, right? So hot drinks. Hot is drinks just is not a temperature thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think it was something about people being amped up. I don't know, so but that like would line ca- up with, with the caffeine. So that's why the caffeine thing is the nebulous part. Is so there some maybe like fundamentalist groups that are still like? Oh, there are for sure people within the mainstream Mormonism that are like, no, caffeine is for sure against the word of wisdom, okay. and I think that's why it became this thing. So y- Mormons don't like caffeine. So Mormons with drinking Diet Coke are like progressive Mormons. Yeah, exactly. They're like, right. yeah, we only have one black person yeah. in our church, but <laughs> we love Diet Coke. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, there's so many people. But I, my, my dad is one of those. It's like, well, it, we should look to what is the point. The point of the word of wisdom was to not let your body and mind be uh, influenced by addiction. Ah. And since caffeine has been shown to be addictive, it's like, well, why would you then mess around with it? Right? Like, just leave it alone. Even if it's sort of a harmless sort of. (laughs) (laughs) As I chug my coffee. (laughs) Even if it is sort of a harmless, right, addiction. There are not many people that go on caffeine binges and rob and kill for. You haven't seen me after. Well, yeah, you know. might get a little cranky. Caffeine is the reason I've never tried harder drugs, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, like, no, this is. It's like, I don't need to ever know what cocaine feels yeah, like because yeah. I have, I'm too much after, I mean. Right. You'll see if we're not done before this kicks <laughs> in, you'll be like, I'm scared. What has happened? Um, uh, yeah, so I grew up with this idea of like Coke being bad. You know? Okay. Um, when did that change? When I hit junior high. I was oh. like, oh, this is. Was it you like know. a rebellion? And my dad loosened up on it. Or it was, it was just not kind of fell to the wayside. It wasn't like you were at lunch and a kid's like, hey, hey you want this? Want some of this diet coke? No, I mean, I went <laughs> to a friend's house and sh- and the mom was like, hey, you know, this is not that big of a deal. Was it a Mormon mom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cougar, right? Yeah, for <laughs> real. She's like trying to s- yeah. tempt you yeah. with her soda. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just have a little sip. Right. It'll but my dad fine. was never militant about it. He was just like, look, you know. This is clearly the point of the word of wisdom. So, so just, you know, don't. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Right. Right. Keep your keep your body and mind open to the influence of the spirit. Right. That's the whole point. I like that. OK. Yeah. Um, Joseph Smith. Let's talk about him. Mm-hmm. Because have you seen the Mormon episode? Do you watch South Park? Is that I have not. But I talked to so many people on my mission. I served in a lot of college towns. And that's their first thing. Oh, my gosh. Have yeah. you seen them? They loved Loved though, and they and you know Matt Stone, Trey Parker get s- a lot of it right. I mean, I'd say ninety eight percent. And they, j- I mean, it's cause any religion, even if it's your own religion, you can not even. I don't want to say poke holes in it, but there are things that you can look at. I mean, I yeah. grew up Catholic, and it is like, okay, I'm sorry, wait, n- none of us ever were like, wait, we're eating Jesus's body. That's right. a little weird. Like, right. why, what is this symbolism? Yeah, <laughs> starts out as the bread though. Yeah. And then it becomes his body. Like body of Christ. It. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus. We're full of cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very um, odd. Coming from the Sermon on the Mount, actually. So very wow. interesting. Wow. 
Yeah. I forget everything. I should re-interview a Catholic person <laughs> just Maybe. to touch base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. Christ makes that analogy. He says, you know, this is representative of my body. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So eat this like my flesh. He's much more direct about it, though. That's so, eat this like my flesh. And like, this like, is my flesh, this is my blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, very in- uh, I would not very have done well. In G- I would have been like, okay, but it's not. Yeah. Like, I would have been the person bread, that they're like, right? shh, it's Jesus. I'm like, okay, no, it, this is bread. Like, this is not, yeah. like, let me bite your butt, Jesus. Right, right. <laughs> let me in there. I'm just right. sexually harassing Jesus. <laughs> this is the part of you I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we, we take the sacrament every week, which is similar to, it's the same it's as the communion. It's the same thing in church. Okay, yeah, so you yeah, guys yeah. have. But we use water instead of wine. Wine. So is no but I heard that if you make your own wine, that's technically allowed. I heard, I read that on a wiki today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in the day, yes, it was allowed. But then a couple uh, priests just went to... But then it was, well, you know, bootlegging became an issue, right? So it was... People like, well, I made it myself. You know, prohibition. It was like, no, you can't... It's illegal to, you know, make and distribute this alcohol. So, plus it was a... uh, I mean, in Jesus' time, what what we've been taught is that it was a health issue. That water was not as potable. So... The wine was actually purer than the water. You wouldn't get as many issues drinking. Oh, because the alcohol maybe kills the... Yeah, would kill the whatever. interesting. Also, never knew that that word was pronounced potable. Or potable. I don't know. I always see it in writing. I just went potable, and I was like, potable makes more sense, actually. I've heard both ways. Um, Let's get into Joseph Smith. Please do. I keep distracting you from him. No, it's okay. I mean, it's a... All right. But yeah, he's a he's an interesting character. Before we get into this, let me ask you this: In the course yeah. of, you grew up, you like started as a Mormon. Yep. You were like born yeah. Mormon. Yeah, I'm born Mormon. Yeah, I guess I don't know. But um, were, was has there been any point in your entire religious experience, your life, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. you questioned your religion and was like, do I believe in this? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. All right, I just, that was like a sanity test. Yeah. <laughs> Never, no, you never had no. any. You never were just like because mm. I've got some info that <laughs> you should question. I feel like you should. should I mean, be wondering about. There's, I think, any rational person or like yeah. critical thinker should yeah. hit a point in their religious life, and that's where some people, you know, leave religion or it, you know, they, you know, invest even further. I think. Right. But right. you go, wait a second. This yeah, is, is this kind for of real. Yeah. So, let me understand. Yeah. The Mormon religion didn't exist till Joseph Smith. All right. So this is where uh, I think there are two answers to this question. Yeah. One is the name Mormonism. Yeah. Never existed until after Joseph Smith. OK. And that's because the book that he translated and found in the hill near his house that was written by ancient American people. On gold plates. On gold plates. And no one else has ever seen these plates. No one else has ever. Well, no, no, no. That's not true. There are other people that have seen the plates. So there are. Hmm. There was Joseph Smith. Uh, and then three witnesses that are documented witnessing, seeing the actual plates. Do you know the names of these witnesses? With an angel. Ah, oh, man. It, they are printed in the Book of, of Mormon uh, and listed. Okay. Was this around the same time? But I, th- I can't remember their names off the top of my head. I think the three are like Martin Harris, Oliver Cowdery, and then I always forget the other Martin one. Martin Harris. He ran yeah. Springer shows at the Comedy Store. <laughs> same guy. What happened to that guy? <laughs> wow. Still what? around, still kicking. Are those guys... Uh, did Joseph Smith go? Also, these people have seen them. Like, uh, did these people, yeah. like, in theory, like, he was like a guy named Martin Harris? Right. Oh, no, they were prominent members of the church. Okay. So there's a very interesting history with, with a lot of the initial members of the church. So okay. there were three witnesses that saw. 
the plates and were shown the plates by an angel. Okay. And they document seeing both the plates and the angel. Then there were eight witnesses that were shown the plates by Joseph Smith himself. And a lot okay. of them were family members and some other prominent members of the church. Okay. Uh, a lot of these initial people left the church. Like Martin Harris ended up leaving the church for a long time. Whoa. And then came back. Oh, he came back. Yeah. Late, later in his life, he came back. He, but, uh, okay. I mean, the, the documentation on, on these early p- is that they never denied seeing the gold plates. They just okay. denied Joseph Smith's direction and some of the oh, teachings they didn't agree that he with had. Some of it. Okay, right. so there was some, like, so he translated the yep. plates. Do we know what language the plates are in? Uh, Reformed Egyptian, I think, is what it's, is, if I remember Reformed right, Egyptian is what it says in the actual plates themselves. In plates that were like described the by ancient Americans. Right, right. That is, that's kind of weird. Yeah. They're like, why are you writing yeah. in Egyptian? Yeah. Well, because they, the initial like story of the Book of Mormon is there's a family in Jerusalem okay. that leaves Jerusalem because they're threatened based on their religious beliefs. Jews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> I I often talk about Mormons as being Jew 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. So w- so this family, Lehi and his uh, son's daughter's wife, they all leave, and uh, then they and another small group. Wait, really quick. Sons, yeah. his sons, his daughter, and his wife, or his sons and his daughter wife. No, his his <laughs> wife. Okay. So the husband wife, <laughs> Lehi, Sariah are their like, names. Is it and a daughter wife? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, no, <laughs> right. no daughter wives yet. Back on track. No daughter wives yet. That, okay. that comes <laughs> that later. Comes later. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, and then and then so they in a small group leave on a boat. They cross the ocean to the American continent. Okay. Yeah. And so that they took, you know, the Bible basically within the Old Testament, the books of Moses. They brought all that with them, at least a copy of it with them to okay. the Americas. Okay. Yeah. And is and that's what was found. Uh, the books that they wrote and their prodigy wrote. Okay. That's those are the gold plates. So where yeah. did the plates go? Did he put them back? What is the story? Or what is so the, the story? St- of where right. The plates okay. Went? So Joseph Smith is the story of Joseph Smith. At least him restoring the church yeah. starts when he's about fourteen. Okay. Uh, there's a l- other documentation about him. You know, before then being basically a fraud and treasure hunter guy <laughs> uh which i'm sure you came across maybe there were some questions about that well yeah well it's also just it's so funny anyway because well, he was going. taken to court for being uh, a con man yeah a con man right and then those charges were dropped by the people that he was actually helping because they said no we hired him for this purpose like oh we thought there was treasure I- in our land and he said he might be able to help us find it with these magic sticks which apparently what? was a commonish belief in that upstate New sticks. York, <laughs> that there were these seer stones and uh, yeah, and, the, and these sticks that would help us find treasure. So there wow. were a lot of other people that were doing this okay. too. Okay, so he just wasn't Joseph just Smith. like a kooky. Right, he wasn't a lone ranger in doing this. Okay, um, but anyhow, so he uh, is reading the Bible when he's about fourteen. He's going to a bunch of different churches and comes across you know this verse in James that says if you're Lacking wisdom, you need to Jeez. ask God. Yeah, one of the books of the uh, what New Testament. <laughs> so <laughs> ask God, and he will he will tell you the answer is essentially what the scripture says. So Joseph says, okay, great, and goes to a wooded area by his house, prays, and sees the first, he has the first vision uh, of Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. 
and they ask him, you know, what's basically what's your question? And he says, I'm, like a genie. I'm wanting to know which church to join. And this is when they tell him no church. We actually want you to reestablish our church. So Mormonism as a name starts with Joseph Smith, but our okay. religion, we believe, was around in the Old Testament times, right? Oh, okay. It started with Adam. It's the same it's sort of just like same gospel. Went away. Yeah, for that after reasons. Christ was crucified and all of his uh, disciples were killed, that the priesthood was lost. So mm. the Catholics believe it was, uh, as far as I understand, it was handed down from Peter. We believe that it was lost from the earth. Oh wow! Yeah. And was restored when Joseph Smith was given the priesthood by okay. the resurrected Peter, James, and John. So it was the three of them. Right, right. Wow, I don't think Catholicism even talks about James, but they leave out a lot of books in there. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. There it's was in apparently it's in the King James Version I'm sure of the Bible. It is. So. <laughs> well, I of mean, course it is. Yeah, King, King James. James. I don't think it's, it's the same just guy. him. <laughs> <laughs> and then James said, give me cake yeah. and money and just be happy being poor. You're fine. Exactly. So um, we believe the gospel has been the same, but the church as an organization was restored with Joseph Smith. Okay. Yeah. And then the name Mormonism came along because of the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. Mormon was one of the ancient American prophets that compiled the book from all the other prophets. Oh, okay. So he sort of made the gold plates. But he came, well you say ancient, but that was still long after the crucifixion? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is like is four, that 400 to 600 AD. Is that what is what meant by like Latter-day Saints? Um, yeah, so the Latter-day Saints came about when Joseph Smith asked what to call the church. Okay. And received this revelation that said this, you know, a church needs to be after my name if you follow me. Church so of Jesus Christ. Church of Jesus Christ. And then because we are in, we believe to be in the latter dispensations of the world coming up on the second coming, you know, any moment. Oh. Uh, Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Oh, is that kind of the belief that it's like we're in the... Oh, yeah. There were lots of... I mean, that's been the belief since the 1800s when, you know, 1830... So since the 1800s, they've been like any day now. Yeah. When they reestablished church, <laughs> there are lots of early saints that, you know, that's what we call ourselves. Like, the anyway. That's what the we call leaders? ourselves. We're oh, saints. Okay. You're we're all saints. saints. Yeah. We're all, we all we're all it. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask, um, are there modern day saints, but is it just what you we're call just it. Yeah. all the followers? Right. We don't have patron saints or anything it's like that. It's not like Catholicism where they're like, oh, you're a saint? Why don't you do three <laughs> miracles if you're a saint? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, yeah. huh? Yeah, exactly. I kind of like that because I always thought that was, I don't know. Oh, it's kind of like superheroes. It's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it is kind of cool. Know, um, I always felt like the ca Catholicism had like a mafia feel, though. Sure. Like. Well, and they talk about Mormonism having a mafia, too. Yeah? Because uh, there's like a... Well, there was uh, initial Mormon colonies in Las Vegas, and then the mafia hit Las Whoa. Vegas. So there are some conspiracy theoretical ties, right? Um, oh, that's But I'm not very versed in the early in Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. The Las Vegas The Mormons. Las Vegas colonies. Right. That would be a very interesting thing to hear about. That <laughs> would be. That would be. And then, so, do you guys do confession like Catholicism? Like, did things go up through, like... Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we believe more in a personal connection with God. Okay. There are certain, uh, I guess, transgression sins that you're recommended to try to... Uh, seek counsel over? Yeah, or? yeah, seek counsel about, but not forgiveness for from a bishop. So the leaders of our congregations are called bishops. I was just going to ask. Like, that's like yeah. the priest, the preacher, the... That yeah, but that's the, the guy that leads, leads okay. right, right, right. But we have a pretty communal feel to our meetings because the people that speak every week 
are just normal members of the congregation that have Can been anyone asked. Spe- okay, they get asked. Do you well, have to sign s- up? Or? So three Sundays out of the month, typically there are four Sundays every month. Yeah. The first Sunday of the month is like what? what? Yeah, right. Is how do you guys <laughs> do that? Like, I don't know how a calendar works. <laughs> uh, is fast and testimony meeting. Oh. So that's like the open mic, the Mormon open mic. There's the Mormon open we mic. We fast for that day, right? The Saturday afternoon to the Sunday, you know, oh, or you Saturday night to, to Sunday through night. Through the service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Mormon open mic, now having done comedy, is there a similar feel of like those people who come every week and you're like, yep. you're not really, <laughs> you're just, you're not really <laughs> preaching anything <laughs> here. Sometimes. Like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But the congregation we're in here is, is good. And the congregations are set up geographically so okay. there are boundaries you don't shop around and like pick no it's where like your friends that's go. where you live yeah that's where you live that's where you go so you get a, it's like a school like growing up yeah. like a public school and there are some exceptions depending on family circumstances but okay so for the most part where you live is where you go i'm sorry no you're fine where you live is where you go okay are there a lot of mormon churches in la uh there are quite a few yeah i i always yeah, see the one near century city i think oh like okay I sure. I go to There's one. There's like a splayed hill with a giant gold statue. I just decided oh, it was Mormon. It's probably a <laughs> temple. Okay. If there's a gold guy on top. Is that different than a church? Yeah. We do different things there than oh. we do in the church. So church we go to every week. Okay. Uh, and then temple you can go to. They're open most every day other than Sunday. Okay. And yeah, we perform uh, different ordinances okay. at the temples. Are so that's secret? where like yeah, all of them. Uh, <laughs> that's where like baptisms for the dead are done uh, is oh. in our temples. Wait, baptisms for the dead. Is yeah. that when you get baptized? Well, no, no, no. So or is it like if you whoopsie daisy and forgot to get baptized and right, you die? Right, kind of. So what we do is when you're eight years old, the you you're go through a bishop's interview and you can be baptized if you want to be. Okay, right? it's a choice. Eight. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Catholicism where you come out and they're like yeah. drown you in a fountain right. and being like, Right. You're in. Yeah, there's a whole section of the Book of Mormon about child baptisms being abominable because children are pure. So why worry about it? So why would you have to baptize them? Yeah. Wait till they're eight. They've lied. They've sinned. They stole some candy. Yeah. It's like they know know what they're doing at eight. Yeah. Eight is sort of an arbitrary age. It's just kind of what they picked. Well, it was, again, a question that Joseph Smith had about early church sort of logistics and came back in a revelation that eight should be that's the age of accountability yeah, so that's i don't know what child psychologists have to say on the subject but that's when you're an adult so well so that's when you're kids. able to choose right like yeah. you have enough information it's the age of consent in the catholic church <laughs> you know what's right and wrong <laughs> yeah exactly um oh that's so interesting so, so baptisms so for the dead are oh, done for people after life right so okay. so we are baptized in proxy for dead people Oh, wait. Yeah. There's a little bit of a scandal around us doing baptisms for Jews that were killed in the Holocaust. So, like, you just baptize anyone? Or, like, yep. and yep. is it just a way of kind of honoring? Because I wonder about yeah. the ethics of that. Is sure. that it's like, well, they're dead. They're not consenting to. Yeah. Well, see, we believe they that we're doing it and giving them a choice. So, yeah, you're going, thi- this is open to you now that you're yeah. dead. Should you choose to accept it? It's been done now. And yeah. you're like, yeah. Not putting a hex You have on this people. now rite of passage. Right. Okay. Right. No slaughtering of cats and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. And this is because of our beliefs in the afterlife. What is the, oh yeah, so let's talk about that. What's the heaven and hell yeah. for Mormonism? Yeah. Uh so I guess there are a couple different stages, right? So we believe after you die, depending on uh how you lived in life and if you were baptized or not, 
while in this life, you go to either paradise or prison, which are more just states of mind. You know, you're oh. either sort of peaceful or you're a little bit at unrest because yeah. there were certain uh, rites of passage ordinances that weren't done when you were alive. Okay. So that's why we do baptisms for the dead, for people who are now in spirit prison. Who yeah. are like, oh, but I want to accept the gospel. Yeah, I want to be And free. yeah. And so we think there are certain things that need to be done with a body. One of those being baptism. And uh, do you guys do other things with bodies? Are you not allowed to say? Yeah, no. So we do ceilings, right? So this is uh, what we call ceilings. It goes along with marriage. Oh, okay. So we're married in our temples. Okay. Yeah. Which is partly why the Mormon church got very worked up about same sex marriage. Oh, because it goes against. Well, it goes against our religious beliefs. Homosexuals being, uh, you know, acting on homosexuality. That goes against our beliefs. Oh, so the idea that like. But I mean. Go ahead. Yeah. No, just it's like you can definitely. I always think about this with the Christianity or like that type of belief. It's like, no, you you can definitely like be like in your heart eh, homosexual. It's just the acting on it. Yeah. That's the sin. Yeah, exactly. So have you ever met a gay Mormon? Oh, yeah. My cousins. uh, I mean, I don't know that he would consider himself a Mormon anymore. I was like, consider himself. I was like, which way are we going to go? Gay or Mormon? But he's gay. And then I mean, but and he grew up Mormon. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I've talked to other members of the church who are both active members and homosexual. Okay. But not necessarily active homosexuals, right? I don't know. I didn't get into it with them. You didn't go like, you know, so are you like putting are you having sex with guys or what's going on? Yeah. Like, where are you on this? Like, what's... That's um, interesting. But yeah, there are for sure... There was one guy I talked to in, in D.C. who was convinced that the church would eventually change its stance on homosexuality. Hmm. I don't... I wonder. I don't agree with that, but... I mean... It yeah, might, you know, n- no one ever thought the Pope would say think. it's okay to use condoms. So. Sure. Right, right, right. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's like, I've always thought of like, I mean, I'm very progressive. I have, you know, like, I, I'm all for gay marriage. But I, I also understood that it's like, you know, like in a church should be allowed to be like, eh, like do your thing, but like not here. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like, if it goes to me, it's, I don't think like stores or whoever should like s- discriminating sales or whatever against gay people. That's a whole different thing. Sure. Okay. But like, sure. Yeah, I'm always just like, yeah, we'll just go to a church. It's okay with it. Like, yeah. just that's yeah. just why not do you the have church. to be at this one? Like, why do you want to get married yeah. in a place where, like, technically that's not that feels? Yeah, I guess I feel the same way about businesses too, right? Like, let yeah. them lose the business if well, people yeah. don't like Especially it. Especially like, like when cake baker, that you, cake baker, the Colorado like, case. I'm yeah. like, you're a baker, and you're yeah, and you're okay. against homosexuality. It's like, all right, male baker, <laughs> I see what's going on. Um, Very interesting. So you guys do weddings, or do, do, is it yeah. like? Big elaborate weddings, or is it like two people come? Is it like any other wedding? I mean, it depends. It's not like any other wedding, right? It's not like uh, because you have to be a member of the church to enter the temple. <gasps> oh, it's done in. Uh, yeah, right. So some some are sort of big because the people know members of the church, and That's so they yeah. invite a lot of different people. You know, but you have to be a member of the church to enter the temple, oh. and not just any like you have to be a worthy member of the church, right? So do you get like an identification card or something? Or yeah, you get know? a recommend, what we call a temple recommend. Oh, yeah, and wow. you have to go through a bishop interview, and then what we call a stake president. So like the bishops stake. report to a stake president. Okay, and is uh, the the head person of Mormon religion called a president? He's called uh, he's called the president of the church. Okay. Yeah, uh, or the prophet. Uh, oh, the prophet. The prophet. So we believe in living prophets. Okay. Yeah. So the current head of our church, uh, President Nelson, has you know two counselors that we call the First Presidency, and then there's a quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Right. They're all considered prophets. Oh. But like the prophet 
and just common parlance is the guy, the president. The president. Wow. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of marriage, let's get into, I guess, like that aspect, because that's obviously a common thing. Yeah, Uh, sure. You have a wife. Yep. Just one. Okay. You probably get that a lot. Yeah. Um, That's fine. Polygamy. Is that even still? No. No. But there are some people who live in the church. Okay, so there's like Central Utah. There are some reformed. I think they call themselves fundamentalists who still practice polygamy. People who just want to have multiple wives. I mean, I don't. You know, those people living like the Clay Hills or whatever. I saw. I don't don't understand it. I don't. I don't get it. It sounds awful to me. I. But like keeping up one relationship is so much work. Yeah, that's the exactly. Thing. I mean, so to be honest, when I was 14, I was like, that sounds amazing. You're like, so many chicks. Right? That would be yeah. great. Yeah. Nine years of marriage, I'm like, no, one is enough. Because you're trying to keep yeah. multiple women happy. Right? I currently do, or like testing, working, workshopping a joke about Joseph Smith, because he was martyred when he was, you know, late 30s, early 40s, killed by a mob in Nauvoo. Whoa. But he had 40 wives. My God. Yeah. He was at least married 40 times. And I'm like, that's euthanasia at some yeah, point. Right? Like it's just like, I need to get out. Yeah. I asked for too much. No, he's like, I'm going to run into this wild mob. Yeah. I'm going to make some calls. He's like, I'm going to be a Nauvoo. Like, just. 40 just, wives. Yeah. Bring your muskets. Did he have, like, a ton of children? Are you all He had quite a few. He had quite a few children. Have yeah. any, has anybody, um, like, 23 and need themselves back to Joseph Smith? Ah, uh, Not that I know of. Not Man. that I know of. Do you guys keep sure pretty good records do. of that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing genealogy as a church for a long, long time. Yeah, isn't there like a place you can go? Yeah, FamilySearch, I think, .com is the big one that we do. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's like owned by the church. I haven't really looked into that. Mm. But I think I think Mormons started it. Okay. But I don't know that it's officially like related. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that a it's not like company. an official thing or just like someone who happened to be Mormon was like, right, let's get did going. It. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't know the particulars of that. But um, yeah, family genealogy is pretty important to us, which is ties in with the baptisms for the dead and all of that. Family okay. is, is a big deal, right? It seems so, like it. And that's why ceilings were a big deal. And that's a large part, as far as I understand it, why polygamy was a big deal. Because oh. the early understanding was, uh, and, and the case is in our afterlife, to get to the highest level of heaven yeah where we believe you're like god right there's like levels. heavenly father wow. heavenly mother and you making spirit children wow. with your eternal companion uh to get there you have to be married and sealed in a temple oh and so yeah so the idea I, I, as far as i understand a large part of why polygamy started sort of two big reasons one was to populate the earth with latter-day More, saints yeah, yeah. And the other was to help women and men make sure that they were covered so that when they died, they'd had these things performed and could would be eligible. Like make sure there was someone to do it. That level of heaven. Yeah. Wait. So yeah. your eternal companion, is that yeah. necessarily the person you're married to? Uh, I, I think it's as long as you both are righteous and, and good to each other. Yeah. Yes. So you can't escape your wife. Right. No. <laughs> we are locked in You're forever. Like, oh, this she is can't heaven. escape me. That's yeah. more accurate, <laughs> right? She's she's stuck. You did this to yourself. Yeah, how, exactly. How long you guys been so we've been married for nine years now. Okay. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Three so far. Three so far. Yeah. Is there a number? Is there a goal? I don't. I don't know. We'll see how we feel. How many kids siblings do you have? I have four siblings. Okay. Two sisters and then two brothers, and the brothers were adopted. Adopted. Yeah. 
what is it? Why do what's with all the kids in Mormon religion? All my friends growing up who yep. are Mormon, so many siblings, yeah. usually had like at least one or two adopted. Oh, sure. What is that? I, I think just it's family, a family right? Family is just important. Yeah. Okay. Not many Mormons have farms anymore, so it's not like you're making labor. It's it's just building. it's just part. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's just sort of wired into us. Yeah, it's that not a thing that's important. taught. It's just sort of like. You I mean, grew up in a big family, so you want a big family. Right. I mean, I think there's there's for sure an aspect of it being taught as in families are important. Yeah. Our whole goal is of to course. be married and, you know, um, and to try to have kids. There are obviously couples that and p- individuals that never get married. And so yeah. that's a tough aspect of Mormon culture, I think, that could be improved. Right. Because okay, it's so it's such a big such a big thing. deal. It's like if you're not married. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's just so many things built. You know, there are family things and like you know, just a lot of church activities and stuff that can be and feel exclusionary if you're single. If you're single and old, you know, yeah. that's tough. What's old? Like 23. <laughs> yeah. In the Mormon. Right. Well, I Is was it married a thing at where 24. people try to go really quick? Like, get absolutely, married? because you're so horny, right? <laughs> I mean, it's you, oh, because you, you don't practice have, abstinence. So nobody has sex before marriage. Let's not the talk good about ones. This. Not the good ones. Is it true? They're for sure friends of mine. You know. Is it true that uh, people have butt sex as a way to? That is, yeah. I mean, it, it's been passed that? around. I've heard of that happening. Have you yeah. heard of it? I have not talked n- to not anyone naming individually. Any names. I was going to say, have you heard yeah. of any friends doing that? No, I have not talked to anyone individually. How long? has admitted to it. Yeah. Because they're like, it's a sin. I'm not going to tell you. Right, right, right. Taking that to my, my But yeah, I mean, there are a couple little scandals around Brigham Young University in particular because it's, you know, it's college. And so yeah. everybody's like, can't we have a normal experience? Um, like, yeah, just not sex. Yeah. Like so like there were a lot of like underground like poker games involved because gambling's uh, also like poker, a no-no. I hardly know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then like the butt sex avoiding losing virginity and all of that being Have you heard about scandals. docking? Docking? What is docking? Someone wanted to ask if this is a real thing. Oh, I don't know. And so I looked it up. Yeah. Because I thought this? docking was there's another thing called I thought docking. That's what boats did. There's this is not what I'm about to ask <laughs> you, but there's a sexual <laughs> thing called docking where t- two men <laughs> um, an uncircumcised man <laughs> will put his penis next to another one and like <laughs> connect them with the extra What? Sin. That's not what the question is. Never was never heard of that. I looked it up and so there's a thing where um Allegedly in the Mormon faith, it's not considered having sex. Docking is when a guy inserts himself into oh, a woman and then just and then pulls out. Well, no, it just, just sits stays there, there. Oh, which is so creepy to that me. That is creepy. But like, that's way more intimate. Yeah, no, I and it's like, what are you just looking at like someone? You just cuddle there then forever. It sounds like a nightmare. Here's the, I don't know of any like Mormon guy or any guy practicing abstinence who, who would then want do that without achieving orgasm. Yeah. Right? Oh, like especially because no you've never had sex, you'd just be like, oh. Yeah, immediately, right? <laughs> I would think immediately. Yeah. I've never heard of people doing that. I don't know. I mean, people are weird, so I'm sure. So someone's probably I'm tried sure it. someone's done it, I'm and they're sure. like, no, it was fine. I'm like, it was fine. Yeah, and nothing happened. Like, <laughs> my penis wasn't even hard, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I see so you're going. a homosexual. Yeah, it's that's like, oh, of course. That's you how you come. find out. Yeah. yeah, that's how you learn, is you dock, you and go. then you're like, this is not where my boat You have a whole other problem in Mormonism. It's fine. Like you need to find different C's, and those C's are butts. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard of that happening. But how long were you with your wife before you got married? Uh, we dated almost a year before we got married. Do you think the horniness sort of like speeds up the like? Absolutely. Just get to it. I think there are a couple factors. One is the horniness for sure, just the physiological need. The other is that 
because we believe so strongly in finding an eternal companion and it being a spiritual process that there's some level of it being like, no, well, no, it's right. And like, so it's okay. Right. Yeah. Like God will help us, you know, fill in Suss whatever gaps or like, yeah. you know, work together. We'll, we'll make him part of our relationship and yeah, it'll okay. be fine. You know? So I think there is some comfort in, we have help though. We have help. We, yeah. God's on our side. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. I've, I've made the analogy of normal people who date for like eight years, years or months for Mormons. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. You're like, we've, we just get to it. You just go. Just yeah. It's like, it's fine. It's good. We can, we'll figure this out the other good. things. Our communication will come later. <laughs> yeah we'll learn physical how to first. get along yeah physical first let's and get married so i can put my wiener somewhere <laughs> right and then we'll learn how to and then adjust. we'll talk to yeah. each other <laughs> it'll be no fine. talking till marriage yeah ex- exactly but yeah there's some weird people that are like i don't i don't kiss until we're about to get married yeah I was gonna because say, what like is why the... tempt it i was not one of those no. people so yeah. was it for you guys and they were not my friends i did not like those people so the the group you ran with your type of like absence was just like just not sex. Yeah. Just well, and no touching of genitalia. Of the genitalia. Okay. Right. But like making out breast over included, the pants. Right. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. lot of heavy. Yeah. I rubbing. mean, admittedly, right there, you get in circumstances where it's like maybe this was pushing the boundary. Oh yeah, you're like, but oh no, I came in my pants. <laughs> uh, so. I had a sure. revelation. I have to go home. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> I need to leave right now, and I have to crawl. Uh-huh. Uh, so on your wedding night, yeah. you're just like, is it? The, are you like, as a Finally. man, you're like, yeah, yeah, so exciting. And then right? is it like super awkward? You're like, oh my god, we're gonna have sex. Uh, not that awkward. No, okay. no, because I, I mean, at least my my wife and I, we we talked about it before. You know, yeah. It's uh, there's this weird thing. I guess in Mormon culture, it's a little bit odd because it's like, no, it's shut down, shut down, shut down, and then suddenly go. Yeah. And so there are lots of issues with a lot of Mormon. Co- My mom's a marriage and family therapist. She oh, wow. deals a lot with Mormons and um, has has related some experiences, obviously no names, no specifics, yeah. but of, you know, very troubled sexual lives wow. where it's like you need to at least talk to your fiance about some of these things yeah, and figure out, you know, what you guys might be comfortable with and never want to do and be open to change after you're married and have been having sex for a while to kind of figure it out. But yeah. Definitely talk open. about it. That's and, smart. And it's different from actually doing it. So just, you know, know that. have the boundaries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is watching porn a sin? Yeah. In the Mormon. Okay. Yeah. So there was no, uh, yeah. For me, porn was like a reference. Oh, I was like, sure. Interesting. Sure. I learned a lot before I ever and saw. And I mean, just because it's a sin doesn't mean people, people don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, of okay. course people do it, right? I won't ask but you. I'm not going to uh, bust you up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love getting into conversation. Who, who's a better person, the atheist or the, or the religious person? It's like <laughs> we're all just messing up all the time, oh, right? Constantly. We're all just trying to be good. So Yeah, it's like uh, also – the version you meet of everyone is not who they are when they're like alone or even right. just in their car. In the dark corners of their Yeah, mind. it's like, yeah. yeah, we've all done things that you're like, well, I wouldn't want anyone to know. <laughs> I, it's not really a sin, but I wouldn't want to share that with right, anyone. <laughs> right, right. Um, Which is what makes open mics in the comedy world so fascinating to me. Because people because are there's so much. Their yeah, well, and, you know, coming from a religious background, there's so much that's sheltered and it's like you would never admit this unless it were too a religious individual, you know, like yeah. a bishop trying to help you through it or a psychologist or whatever. Venturing but out into comedy, was that sort of like, 
Because did you go to uh, like a Mormon college? Yeah, so I went to Brigham Young University. Who is Brigham Young? Brigham Young was the second prophet. Okay. So after Joseph Smith was killed, Brigham Young... By Brigham Young. <laughs> and like 40 other people. <laughs> uh, all of his wives. Um, yeah, we're like, I can't stand you. Yeah, he, he, was, he was the first counselor in the presidency, so he stepped up. Okay. But the way it works in succession for Mormonism is the tw- the council, the quorum of the 12 apostles they meet together okay. and they vote on someone to take the place. Okay. No one can campaign for up. it. It's not like presidency? Right. No. Okay. Or at least not outwardly. Yeah. You don't know if I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of lobbying People are passing around gold plates, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> little little nuggets. <laughs> a little for your family. Here's, here's a freebie coupon. Whatever sin you want to commit, I'll excuse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much <laughs> of that really goes on, but... Okay, interesting. I've yeah, so Brigham Young was the second prophet. He was the one that was sort of our Moses. He brought the saints from, you know, uh, New York area, New England area, Missouri, to okay. Utah. Utah. To the and, and inhabited Salt fertile Lake. Fertile grounds of Utah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. <laughs> so we were in Utah with Brigham Young. Okay. That's where it all began so that's for the Utah being Mormon thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, oh. Are you easily offended? No. Were you ever? Is that like, are Mormons offended? I mean, I think all religious people can be yeah. easily offended. I mean, but I mean, there are other people that also can be. I don't know. Like as far I, as I think curse for Mormonism, words it depends, and right? Yeah, I was, I don't know. It's never been an issue for me. Okay. Definitely I had friends that were like, I'm not going to go see a PG-13 movie because there's too much swearing. Wow. It's like, you're... A weird person. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's like, fine. Whatever you need to do to just not lose it with people, great. Okay. But um, <laughs> I've never been one to be easily offended. Okay. Uh, but I've known people who are yeah. easily offended, for sure. Uh, do you do, uh, like, comedy shows for Mormon audiences? So I, I've started a clean comedy show. I was okay. doing bringer shows at the comedy store for a bring while. Bring them shows. Yeah. No. <laughs> bring them. So Br- bring them. Oh yeah, Sorry. Brigham. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And then I realized I, I was like, misheard. "That's not his." I just, no, I, I was just misheard. No, I said it wrong, and I was like, "That's <laughs> not his name. It's not a good joke. It was never a good joke." So Brigham, Brigham shows uh, <laughs> at the comedy store, and some of the feedback, like people liked going. Yeah. But they were the Mormons that were maybe more progressive that really liked going, and others were like, "This was a bit." I was a little jarred much. by some and of this. Like, st- I tried to warn you that this would be, you know. Yeah, I'm a comedy s- store comic, and I'm like, yeah, I feel I sure. understand why they would. So I started a clean show, cleanish, right? Like yeah. late night TV friendly. Okay. So that they would be, so that my people would be a bit more comfortable to go. Okay. To so you sort of did that as a here's a comedy show for people. Yeah, that and my thought was if I'm going to be bringing people. I may as well like start the only your own thing. Yeah, I might as well just bring them to my show where they're going to be comfortable, and yeah. where if they're not, they can complain to me about it, as opposed to me just being like, "Well, you know, tough. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like that's the world. This is out the there. world we live in. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah anyhow, because like I want if I'm going to bring friends to a comedy show, I want it to be a good experience for them, yeah. not like a thing where it's like, <gasps> that was yeah, horrifying. right. Or they're like, hey, we enjoyed your six minutes, but. You know, like the rest boy, of it was really rough. Really it's wish like, Brian okay. Regan had been here. Is that yeah. why he's so popular? Because of Mormons? I, I don't know if... <laughs> I mean, I think he's funny. Maybe I mean, he's he is not. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he is uh, very popular him? among Mormons. Okay. Yeah. They love yeah. him. They love him. Of course um, they do. Him, Jerry Seinfeld. Anyone uh, clean? Yeah. I mean, Ryan Hamilton is actually LDS. Is actually Mormon. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. From Idaho, very, but he's he's very. I I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have outed him. 
You it's like sucker. Um, I don't know. How's your family feel about you doing comedy? Were they? So I'm the oldest in my family. Uh, I was a lawyer actually before doing this. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I was. I practiced in. You are guy. You guys are like Jews. Yeah, mergers acquisitions for like a year and a half, Ooh, and then my <laughs> wife finished her degree and was like, "I'm gonna make." Three times as much as you will, and like, we're well gonna I'll go just to be an artist uh, then. and we're gonna go to Los Angeles. So <laughs> this was perfect. So big, yeah, uh, yeah. My parents, I think they've come to underst like to be fine with it. Yeah. I don't think they were thrilled initially. They're like, oh, great. yeah, fantastic. I, to be honest, I think they were more concerned about me becoming a stay-at-home dad than they were about me becoming a comic. Oh. So I think okay. now they're like, well, at least you have something. At least you have a thing. That you're doing. You're not just in charge of the children. Because right. that's so scary. Th that's so lame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. I feel like we're... I don't want to like... We're running short on time? Oh, no, I'm fine. Um, Let me see. Uh, I don't know what no, you're, you're like good. on time. Um, is there a lot of sexism in the Mormon religion? Like misogyny? Misogyny, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that because I yeah, think of tough. like... I think right. of the polygamy, and then I noticed that, like, with the quorum and, like, leaders, it's, like, seems to be mostly men. All men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So a lot of that has to do, I mean, I think 100% has to do with our views on the priesthood being okay. a calling for men. Like okay. Men receive the priesthood. There's been some loosening up on this in terms of how we talk about who holds the priesthood. Okay. And that couples hold the priest. I don't know. This, this yeah. is where we're getting a little bit nebulous. But yeah. traditionally, men are given the priesthood, and... Uh, women don't have that they <laughs> you have don't get to do you don't that. get it right you have so ovaries. all of the leaders of the church like the congregations the church itself all men okay yeah so mostly white men i heard mostly, there's like some mostly white men there's one jewish or not jewish there's one <laughs> german hello a one german member of the uh, uh you know of the prophets like quorum of the 12 first presidency is he not white I mean, he's Caucasian, oh. but he's just not he's American. He's just not American. Right? Yeah, so oh, that's okay. a little bit different. Um, but yeah, we're we're branching out now. I think there's been a, uh, as far as the, that's like the up the tippity top. That's like yeah, that's right? like, I mean, there's just and so, so few people up there either way. Yeah, I think there was one recently Hispanic named member, but okay. I'm not sure. Um, and then, but we also have sort of lower levels that are still considered general authorities, which yeah. are like general leadership. And and they're from all over the world. Okay. Are yeah. there any black leaders? Yeah. 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 Um, I hope, now that I'm saying you're this. Like, I don't <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm not positive. There should. I'm, why wouldn't there, there be? There should be. I don't know. Historically. But that's been a tough, yeah. The misogyny thing is tough because women don't hold the priesthood. So there's been a lot of movement about getting women to hold the priesthood. Okay. And so there's been some sort of explanations from upper levels of, of the church saying, well, women officiate in the priesthood like when you go to the temple and perform ordinances a lot of them are done uh women with women men with men okay and all of that is done under the direction of the priesthood but then it's sort of like we're nitpicking but then they're like but they're we're like gonna let them make the big yeah decisions. but like you no know, bishop is a woman right and I so wonder, do you think that'll ever change i don't know if it will i don't know is the there a huge movement for it like i don't know because I go like that sucks, but then I'm like, well, are women in the Mormon religion trying to make that happen? There, there's some. I, I think there's a lot of women that are like, well, we would just want to be equal. And it's like, okay, uh, and then there's some that are like, do we really need to be doing more? We're already doing so much sort of behind the scenes I've stuff. I've already blown out my vagina giving birth <laughs> to so many children. Just like why? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it will change. I have no idea. Interesting. Uh, and then the the blacks and the priesthood is also another thing. Yeah. That that was a whole issue. Yeah. yeah, well, like, historically, yeah. like, 
like way back like black people weren't allowed in the same services or like you like i'm talking like back in like slave sure when they were converting yeah i mean i don't think they ever had separate services for for black members of the church no i think they were always allowed with you know it was always a mixed congregation okay if they were members of the church but there were some issues with them receiving the priesthood really yeah yeah. And do you think that that's that just like ended in like goes into like surprising deep American, delayed. just like the standard? I think they're everything in America is racist, and hopefully, like this is also changing. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it was that there, yeah, there were a lot of sort of incorrect, I think, explanations that yeah. were delivered. Like they're, you know, they're descendants of Cain and oh all God. these really terrible, terrible things. Things, yeah. It's like that's to try to justify. The church has recently published. Um, essays recently like the last five years okay. some essays explaining or like saying you know this was just a mistake you know yeah Th- i guess there are some apologists that said oh no this was more for like citizenship issues the y- utah needing to be a state and like where the saints were there were some you know in the 1800s it was like there was a lot of you know stuff going on yeah little chaos. You know, with with uh slavery and people in like Missouri in particular were worried that slaves would be taken away or that they would convert to the church and then be empowered and like so they revolt. were trying to walk walk the line of like the church not upsetting anyone yeah that kind so of thing yeah 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 exactly I but I don't know yeah I have a friend who is I'm mixed. glad it changed yeah so. for sure yeah she said her grandmother later in life uh, a black woman joined the Mormon church and just yeah. loved them and her whole church you know loved her and they really took care of her later in life yeah um she said she's like i think that i had this thought with the caffeine Mm. she said that she was like i think that the mormon church loosened up on black people because they want more money oh interesting what do you think about that just like we want more people in here sure i don't know i how do you feel about someone saying that i guess my thought is maybe yeah but i doubt it yeah okay i think the mormon church is wealthy enough yeah you know so uh, they're just it's just getting over times of dumb like ignorant thinking and like moving yeah forward, i think there's think? some ignorant thinking i think um yeah okay. yeah i don't know that it was a financial decision like that they were like we better let other people Tough in because we're going is it like scientology yeah, in that like you have to invest money to like move up is that no a thing? not at all no okay yeah i mean we do tithing right so yeah 10 percent of your income is like what you should is be what giving. you give to the lord right okay um but yeah do they but it's not know a your hierarchy income? that way uh like are they like mm. they're not like getting your tax information is that what you mean it's self-reported. Know. Okay. So if you tell you whatever you tell them, you know the way. But you do. You go. We make about this much, so we're gonna give. Well, you the this way much. that the interview goes with tithing. So you're you do go in and you're asked, have you paid a full tithe? And that's wow. it. That's it. So Is that you say annual? Do they yes ask or no? you that mm-hmm. all the time? Yeah, every year. Every year, right around Christmas time. Oh. Go oh, in. Don't Has forget to full? give money to God. Yeah. It's been a whole year. I mean, I think it's yeah. You know, you're end of year stuff, giving. right? Yeah, okay. and the church is audited like any other corporation is audited. Of course. So, although yeah. is it a corporation? It's considered a nonprofit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I just remember I think my mom got like, sort of, I don't want to say banned from a church, but like, <laughs> 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 although maybe because she was like still drinking back then. Mm. Um, but after yeah. my dad left, we switched to churches, and I remember her telling me that like the church sort of had some coarse words not a more oh, interesting to say yeah. about like how her donations had gone oh like, significantly down it's interesting like, oh. 
Um, um, no, not much judgment. And the tithing is not publicized, right? Okay, so, so there's no like. It's a very mm, private. Yeah. Not really. It's no one's. It's a moral thing. No yeah, one's it's not like they're in a huge house. So they're clearly not giving enough. Yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some backbiting that goes on. There right? isn't like a, you can't go to the but highest level of heaven. Yeah. Because no, you no, haven't right. given I mean, if you're not paying a full tithing, we believe God knows. Yeah. Whether or not you're that's between telling you your bishop or stake president or not. Okay. You know. Stake president. And that that's the guy that's in charge of the bishops. And that's S T A K E. S T A K E. Not like a not delicious. The, steak. Right. The Morton. Do you guys eat meat? Yeah, yeah. For sure. A lot of it? Is there I anything about meat? I, I think there yeah. I mean the word of wisdom, the the thing is to eat meat sparingly. Yeah. But and give the weird for thing it. about the word of, word of wisdom is not not all of it is enforced right now. Okay. So like there's a whole thing about diet exercise and you know. Really. Anyhow, yeah. So Interesting. coffee, tea, dr- all the negative things. It's like you definitely can't do those. But these is all these positive things are more you know suggestions on yeah. a healthy life. Okay. So yeah, I think more yeah Mormons eat meat for sure typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some eat way more than they should. Um, yeah, I mean, I do too. So Red meat, especially. So Ooh. good. So oh good. Oh, God. I want a steak president. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Mitt Romney? How'd you feel about when he was running? What do you, do you get that a lot? Uh, I'm I from Alaska, a so I got sure. a lot of when Sarah Palin, oh, gosh. people were like, oh. I would feel badly about mm. that. Yeah. And they judged who I am based on. Of course. On so, <laughs> I don't know. Mitt Romney, like, strap a dog to his roof? Yeah, there was something about that. <laughs> I, I think he, the dog was in a kennel, you know? Well, yeah. They didn't have... I guess my thing is, it's an animal, you know? Oh, like, no. Can we, can PETA calm down a little bit? I don't know. See, I'm like, on the route, just put it in your car. <laughs> there was no room. <sighs> there was no room. Get it? Okay. Uh, That's so I don't know. Yeah, it's too bad. You know, it should. they should have had one less kid if they wanted the dog, I, I mean, guess. yeah, you and make a choice. the same size vehicle. I think so. Um, I don't know. I think he's a good person. Yeah. And I was excited was when he attention. was running. Was it I cool w- to see, like, a Mormon at that level? Yeah. Of? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, I was sad that he was demonized a bit heavily by the media. And I think, you know what? You get it. Anyone. This is what you get. Now you got Trump. So you should have just taken Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we did okay. I think that other better things could have done in, been done in the 2016 election maybe, on the other party's side. I don't know. So. Oh, no. I guess like in on that on the Republican side. Yeah. Is that what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But no, I was, you know, I think Mitt Romney's a, a fine person. Yeah, um, it's just a guy doing. I, I have a yeah. thing. I think anyone running for president is a little bit of a psychopath. Oh, of course they are. Where total, I like total egomaniac. Like so, like most comedians, right? Of course. We're, we're crazy like, people. Yeah, that yeah. You're like, no, you, I, wanna, I need to speak. Yeah, everyone <laughs> needs to know what I think. Yeah, it's like I have to share my wisdom yeah. with these people paying a two-item minimum. Yeah. No, you have Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, is there anything just as like a blanket, like takeaway, if you could offer as like – about Mormonism that you wish people you would like to let people know maybe they're covering like a stereotype or yeah just uh you know where you're coming from as a Mormon I don't know um I I think I think I guess the the thing I would say is we we try to love everybody okay good members of the church really try to love everybody every Mormon I've met has been the nicest person oh good but there are so there are definitely some that are not but it was, everyone's like so nice that I, I've always been like, did they go it's home and they're lives? like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill <laughs> they're everyone. Like, Have a nice day. And they're like, I can't take it anymore. But yeah. It, um, so you just try to love everyone. 
Yeah. Does that I get mean, that's the real times? Christian thing to do. Of Are there course. times where you're like, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm good at it. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Do you have any like mantras or tools or things you try to like bring to the forefront of your mind in times where maybe loving someone feels challenging? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we're all God's children. Right? Okay. Like we're all we are all from the same creator. Yeah. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother, they all love us and we just need to try to love each other. I like that. But I like that. uh some people are scary <laughs> and I not mean, nice. No, not nice I mean people. it's hard. As in this day and age, people are reacting from like a place of fear or their own assumptions right. or judgments or right. It is hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Um Yeah. But no, I think that's uh that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, where can people know. find you? Uh, so you can find me. Instagram is probably where I keep most updated okay, information. And that's at the only Seth Lawrence. Perfect. Uh, Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. And then on Twitter, uh, S-T Lawrence 7. S-T, like St. Lawrence? Like St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence yeah. 7. Seth Todd. My middle name's that's Todd. That's so, so funny. Okay, I was wondering. It's I was not like, an assumed thing. Yeah. Uh, my email through college and still now i just took the little it's jm single because my last name's singleton oh right the amount of people go like oh because like you're (laughs) you're still single and it's like well (laughs) no and also no (laughs) like why would i do that (laughs) who would be like jm married always available just still here (laughs) still waiting um all right well thank you for doing this thank you so much for having me on this was such a great honor Um, really appreciate it i'm excited i'll put this out soon and i'll I'll, I'll tag you in it and um, yeah that'd be great yeah thanks for uh answering all my questions yeah absolutely thank you all right Bye, idiots.